Welcome to the Life is Relationships podcast, where we share biblical truths about marriage, parenting, and discipleship. The desire of CTCI is to see individuals and families restored in their relationship to the Father and for them to be empowered to have thriving, godly relationships that impact the communities around them. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. We have Seth and Alicia Williams here with us, joining us to talk about the Sabbath. How are you guys doing today? Great. Yeah, doing pretty good, AJ. How are you? Doing pretty well. Well, hey, we know that uh, life here at the Inn is always pretty busy. There's always something happening. There's always something going on. And we know you guys are not scared of hard work, but you're also very intentional about taking a true Sabbath. And so what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a good question. We're, we're not perfect at um, taking a Sabbath. As you mentioned, life is, uh, there's a lot of things to do here. But um, I think we just find ourselves in seasons where we're running events or doing something on the weekends, and we have to find that next Monday to take time off. Um, it's just being, knowing our frame, you know, and, and knowing the Lord created the Sabbath for us. It wasn't that He was tired, but He created us, and knowing our frame said, hey, six days you shall work, and on the seventh rest. And... Uh, as Alicia and I were just discussing this this topic, I think it's to me a Sabbath is refraining from doing uh, the work we'd really usually do Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday. You know those days. But I I have constantly on my mind emails, calls, this, that, and the other within my scope of work here at the end. And I've just got I have to put that aside intentionally for a full day just to say, God, I want, you know, I need to, I need to, to do something different with my mind, my heart and, and inviting his rest and and going into that for a full day. I need it. I know my frame, you know, and I need that. Yeah. And I, I think that we have very much felt impressed by the Lord. Our strength is really in, in him and it's not in the strength of our own arms. It's not in the strength of our calendar. It's not in the strength of our mind. <laughs> you know, when we remember that we have to do this ministry out of the overflow yeah. and out of the being in Him, it's indwelling with Him and Him in us and us in Him that we actually have the fuel to do this ministry well. And if we don't stop to take those rests to remind ourselves like, whoa, whoa, I can do until the cows come home. She can. <laughs> I can do. There's plenty of she things does. to do. I mean, it would be nice if we didn't have to sleep at night. You know, we could really use that time to do. Amen. The doing never stops. <laughs> AJ doesn't. So. <laughs> You're my, one of those. My wife is always getting on me. She's like, <laughs> when are you going to come to bed? I don't know. <laughs> this is done. There's so many things to do. <laughs> I know, you know, but I really, we have to remember, okay, I have to take, I have to just be first. I have to be a son. I have to be a daughter. I have to be in Christ. I have to be one with him. I have to be, comes before I have to do. And so the Sabbath makes us remember and uh, remember where our fuel comes from. The Bible talks about how, how Jesus says, that he's the Lord of the Sabbath. What did what did he mean by that? Well, if you look at it in context, he said that to the Pharisees, I believe it was, and it was in yeah. Matthew twelve, and you know his his he was with his disciples, 
that his disciples were hungry on a walk, and they started taking the grains of wheat that they were walking past with their fingers and popping them in their mouth. They were hungry. And the, and the Pharisees were so quick to accuse and point a finger and say, huh, look, they're breaking the Sabbath, you know. And Jesus was saying, when he said, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath, he was saying, you know, hey, I'm the author right here in their midst. And he reminded them even of David and, and the showbread, that when you're with the author, you don't have to be legalistic in following what he has authored. You just be with him. Get his heart in it, yeah. um, and you won't be misguided. And it's like you're—we uh, were talking earlier. It's like your your kids will try to correct, like our kids. We, you know, the older ones will try to correct the younger ones with us or with one of us parents right in their midst. And we're seeing it. We're allowing something to go on. We're not correcting them. And they've tried to. They're in legalism, or that's just not right. You need to stop that. And I'm like son or or you know girls that's you're not in that authority, place of authority i'm right here if i saw something wrong that i would address it jesus is is in that you know situation of the grain in the meeting he's saying that to these pharisees hey you're you know do you, do you not know that this is what david did and and he was addressing a heart spirit that, that they were off and you see the very next verse in that context where they're plotting to kill him. So here they are calling out in a hypocritical, pharisaical way, this, uh, you know, doing something wrong on the Sabbath when they go and plot a murder. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, tell me which one is worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, yeah. When it comes to, you know, you're talking about that aspect in terms of the relationship with your kids and um, just looking at your lives as a whole, what are what are some ways that you uh, that the both of you lead your family into that that Sabbath into that rest together? Because it's not it's not something that's just for us as adults to 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 do. I mean, if anything, I know that for me, it's taken me over thirty years to figure out how to do that, and I'm still not super great at it and sure. actually doing it. And so, how is it that you all are leading your family in learning that? now oh well to be to be honest aj like you're saying you're still on this journey of learning uh, i think we are too but i think intentionality with them will take and and because of the busyness and the throes of ministry that all that that seem to always pull you you know there's there's always someone needing to talk and and having uh, there's emergencies that come up in ministry all the time i think just sowing into your family on that day off says you guys are so important. I mean, we, we do things intentionally with the kids to where we enter into the rest with them, you know, where they see us interacting. We make a special meal. We, we try to do special things with them on those days off where they don't feel that intensity of schedule and go, go, go. They need a break from that too. When they see us breaking, we're, this is training for them. Like we take it off with them and then we, then we go, you know, we do something special. We're not the best at having it all together like that, but I think we do intentionally try to, to, to make sure they know that this is a special day with you guys. We'll snuggle a little bit, wrestle a little bit, make a special breakfast. I like cooking for the family. So 
do those things. Alicia will, you know, we just take more time. Maybe we'll read together. We'll do, you know, we'll just do something we don't usually uh, have the capacity to do throughout the work week. Yeah, yeah. And we don't, we don't necessarily say like, hey guys, it's Saturday and you know what that means, you know, because like we've said before, you know, sometimes we have to take a Sabbath on a Sunday or a Monday, because you know, this, yeah. because things are happening, but uh, but they know, I think they recognize, you know, they they can tell when when we have moved a meal to a special table and we've taken special time to make it nice. We've set some candles or music you know, in the maybe background. we've turned on music That's in right. the background. That's right. You know, we've made it an event. They know, oh, oh. And they enter the rest into the rest with us. They do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think to something we've gotten better at amidst the busy days is at night. Like Seth will very often say when we all when all the kids are finally in bed and the teeth are finally brushed and the lights are finally off. He'll say, guys, let's just take a moment to rest in the Lord. Let's just take a moment to be still and know that he's God. So there's, it's in the little things. It's in the little reminders. Hey, guys, ah, we're fi- we finally made it to this moment of quiet. Let's meditate for a moment on the Lord and on what he's done and who he is. Reflecting back on the day and what he yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we don't, we don't. Again, we don't strictly say, this is what we're going to do, guys. Sometimes we do want them to have anticipation. And so we'll say, you know, hey, y'all, tomorrow, I know today's busy, but tomorrow we're going to go do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm excited Build to do that Build anticipation for them. Yeah. They love it. They're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But they know. They just pick it up when we say, hey, guys, you want to go to go on a walk? Hey, guys, you want to go to Parker Meadows and play? They know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we get you all to ourselves. And, and to that point, AJ, I'd also say that it's not just a day as well. There's times where you just you enter into rest throughout the week. It's it's there's pockets where you got to take so that you know love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. You got to take time to enter and rest in the Lord and know you know and and with our kids, we'll take them a little pocket of time we have and and let them experience a pocket of rest throughout the week. Let them. It just breaks up the busyness and the drivenness and and which we do as a nation i mean it's we're very productive and those things are good but there's also good to to interest into that rest throughout the week and so finding being creative with those little pockets taking them for a treat here or there just to let them know that even though mama and papa are busy we still love to 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 do you know have a pocket of rest together doing something special off the beaten path a little bit all of that is super, super great. Uh, one of the things I picked up on that, uh, Alicia, you were talking about as uh, you're talking about how when the, the teeth are brushed and the, the lights are out and the kids are in bed, let's take some time to rest in the Lord. And that often in, in and of itself is this act of worship yes. with the Lord. And so often people find themselves in the only time that they worship is really in a, in a one to two hour service once a week. What does it look like for you guys in terms of setting aside the busyness of the week and, and leading your family into worship in those pockets of time throughout the week? I think just directing our focus, reminding them, hey, I, I, I don't even need to say, hey, y'all, let's pray. We just start praying. You know, I don't have to say, hey, y'all, let's pick a song to sing. We just start singing. And they, we love it at night these days. One of my favorite things is that 
our older two are trying to pick out harmonies now because mm-hmm. we're so used to singing as a family at bedtime. You know, we have a handful of probably 15 songs that we might pick from, and it's just it's spontaneous. We don't, we don't take a vote. We just start singing, but they'll, they'll chime in, and at the end of the song, whether their harmonies were good or not good, they're like, hey, Mom, we should make a band. Um, Sound of music. Yeah, but it's just a little, it's direction of attention to the Lord, and um, He's never far away. He's closer than our own breath. And so, you know, just bringing Him in. Yeah, I think we, we as um, Christians so often compartmentalize, you know, when you ask someone how they're doing with their walk, it's, well, I haven't been to church in, haven't been to church in six months. Well, you're, you're talking about your worship being going to a building talking about you know your heart and this body is a temple of the holy spirit so no matter where i'm at i'm i'm you know i can i can live a lifestyle of worship and while that's not um negating the fact that we need to assemble together there is a blessing there's celebration in that it's also my inner sanctuary or inner court is often the shower (laughs) i mean I go into the inner, you know, and it's a cleansing. It's a it's a place of worship for me, and I'm that's that's an amazing thing. I just love that, you know. Here I'm just getting washed. I'm refreshed, and I'm I'm going into him. Even in the shower, I'm like that. Why not <laughs> make that your inner chamber if you want to? <laughs> I mean, David danced naked before the Lord, so if it if it's something that works for very, you, very <laughs> indecently anyway. Yeah, that's right. That's some. That's right. That's right. I don't know if I'll keep that. We might, <laughs> might, that we might need to edit that. And my part, I don't know. Maybe keep it. I don't know. I don't know. I might keep all this just because it's fun. Hey, you know, <laughs> bear, bear the good news. <laughs> Bears are good. Yeah, bear okay. news. Bears are yeah. good news. <laughs> That'd be a good T-shirt. It would be. <laughs> Image is popping in my head. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, we're too legit to quit, AJ. <laughs> exactly, man. Are are you red? I am. Am I red? <laughs> is, it, is it warm in here? Is it, is it hot in here? Or is it just me? <laughs> well, all of that is so so good. Um, and you, you've talked about a lot of different things and components uh, of what your family has done and what you guys continually do as you continue to grow in this act of of Sabbath for yourselves. Um, what are maybe two or three things that that somebody listening could uh, practically apply to their lives today? If they recognize, you know what, I have been super busy. I've just been on. I've just been on the grind. I've been hustling a lot. I just keep super busy, really consistently, and I don't. I don't take that Sabbath rest. What are two or three things that they could apply today and start practicing for themselves to enter in that Sabbath? I think just remember that, remember who is the author of the Sabbath. And uh, and again, where does our strength fly? Um, sometimes we've made an idol of productivity. So it really is a discipline, a very countercultural discipline to actually say, you know, um, I actually need to stop and pause and rest. Um, you might really have to go against the grain, even within your own Christian circles, um, it's in many, it's really, it's not a thing. 
You know, you talk to many Christians, many who've grown up in the church, and they would say, no, we didn't really ever, you know, take a Sabbath day. Um, so it's, you might have to be countercultural even in the church um, to stop. But I think take the best time of your week. Don't just let it be leftovers. Oh, well, I'll take a Sabbath between, you know, 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. on a Saturday. You know, like, I guess if you're a nocturnal, maybe that works. But take the best time off of the Lord, a time to be with Him that is not just leftovers, if that makes sense. Yeah. And real quick, before you answer, Seth, there something struck me in what you were saying here in that you're saying take the best time. You're talking about the time that people would be most productive or is the optimal time. And it, it kind of makes me think of like our tithe. It's not just about our money, but it's our time. And when we take and when we take that optimal time, we take that thing that would be most beneficial to us. And we take that and we give it unto the Lord, that it's a blessing unto him as well. And in return, yeah. there's a refilling and a rejuvenating and a blessing unto us too. That's a whole podcast in and of itself, AJ. The best, you know, Abel offered something better. I don't think it was volume or that that Abel offered, you know, animals and Cain offered fruit, but there was the it was the overflow. It was it was the portion. It was the best. It was, you know, and uh, and that's a whole. I think we'd talk on that for a country mile. Um, I, I think that that's uh, that's crucial, and and that's just bringing up things, you know, for me to to think about and consider, and how we offer a sacrifice unto the Lord that that that's costly. I I believe, per your question, go off the beaten path from time to time. Take a, a drive in your vehicle where you put everything, you quiet everything, and you just quiet yourself. And you're driving, and just take note of God and His creation, or go on a, a hike. Do something out of the ordinary to pull you away from the the grind, what you're always doing, what you're, and and listen to the Holy Spirit. It could be that simple. Uh, you you ask for practical things, so I think just do something you ordinarily wouldn't do, and and let it be something. You know, it's costly, like, God, I desire this. But instead of going there, maybe it's going and getting fast food and, and you're skipping a lunch and you're saying, instead of that that desire to be filled in my stomach right now, God, right now, I just want you to know I desire you more than I desire that thing. And that's not easy for us humans, right? But, Lord, I, I want you to know I, I want to desire you more than those things, and I'm not great at it. I mean, those are real real prayers for me, even this week. Like, God, I want to desire you more and desire, you know, fill in the blank right there and do something, be led by him. Don't, don't, you know, don't worry about what it is. In that moment, seek him and say, God, I just want to pursue your heart right now. I want you to know I love you. I want you to know that, that, that I am so thankful for who you are in my life and I desire you more than I desire these things. And watch, you mentioned it, you know, he's going to do something special in that moment in your heart and going to fill you more than you'd been if you were filled with a Chick-fil-A, some other, you know. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming and joining today's podcast. I hope that it's a, a blessing to to those listening and that 
there's someone that's able to, to enter into a, a new Sabbath for themselves with the Lord. Hey, thanks, AJ. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one, and we would love if you left us a review. For more information about CTCI and our upcoming programs, be sure to check out ctcilife.org. This podcast is a production of Christian Training Center International, and it is produced by AJ Selby and Seth Stradling.